There are countless real estate agents worldwide, but very few are truly successful. If you want to make more money, build your clientele, and experience true success as a real estate agent, Chasten J. Miles is ready to share the tools, tactics, and secrets with you. Join him now on the Power Unit Success Cast. So, next, in business, which which a lot of people don't take into account, but you being a successful business owner, being a successful leader, trainer, coach, t- um, broker, whatever you want to call yourself, is an overall picture of your entire life. Okay. Because your business is going to be affected if you are negatively affected in these other areas. Okay, there's your relationships, there's your health, finances, your knowledge, your happiness, your charity or giving, and then even you traveling, you know, you seeing the world. But oftentimes, people sacrifice on one of these, if or if not multiple of these things, in order to become this successful business owner, chasing the, the money, chasing the paper, and then you end up unhappy to the point where you don't you don't want to do this anymore. Or your relationships suck. Everybody hates you. They don't they don't like being around you. Okay. Your your finances, your finances are taking a toll because you're starting to not value money the way that you should, the way that you valued it when you first started, your happiness is taking a toll because you're out of shape. You don't feel good. You're eating all the wrong things. Your knowledge, think about this. Your knowledge takes a toll because you're not staying up to date on what's happening. You think it's your way or the highway. You're not open to hearing other perspectives. You're not constantly feeding yourself. And then are you are you giving back? Man, it's 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 a very fulfilling feeling when you're giving back. Whether that's in the form of giving back to other agents with your knowledge or to a charitable organization. Funny thing about me, so also a lot of y'all see that I go on multiple trips throughout the year. Every single place I go to I donate to an organization there, a children's organization, every single place, whether it's in the country or without. And then travels, you know, are you, are, if, if traveling is a thing for you, do you travel? So evaluating the next five, five years, what do these things look like? Your relationships, personal and professional. What do these things look like within the next five years? really diving deep into your business. Who, what are you all about at the end of the day? Are you just a real estate agent? Are you the same as that agent who lives in your neighborhood or those other agents there in your office? Who are you? <laughs> I love that. Um, Carol said, it looks like she's on an island <laughs> with you and Brian drinking champagne. I love it. and that's not so far out of reach, you know, but what is your purpose? Why are you in this business? Okay. What's, what are, what are your core values? So what's important to you? What do you value? What is the why behind 
your business. If it's just to make money, you're going to make money and then you're not going to have nothing else to look forward to. I've made a lot of money, y'all. And if it was just about the money, like I'd probably be, be doing something else right now. Like that's why I do this, you know, because I have to do, do more. The money isn't everything. The money just creates avenues. It creates ways and ease of doing things. But you need to have some real core values. And then what's, what, what's your belief system? You know, what are the rules and guidelines you will follow? One of my beliefs with this, and y'all will probably notice other people who, who do this, especially in my space, is that I don't, I don't, I don't want inorganic followings. I don't want fake followings. I don't buy leads. I don't care what my following number is because I want real people that are trying to make real differences in their business. I don't, I don't believe in that fake stuff. I don't believe in sharing fake knowledge. I don't talk about anything that I don't do myself or that I haven't done. Okay. I'm not just trying to be a guru. That's a belief that I follow, you know, and there's been people in companies that have reached out, wanted me to, to do some stuff that would look cool. That would put some money in my pocket, but I'm just like, man, that, that, that just doesn't align with me. Even in my real estate business, what are those beliefs? I don't take every deal. I don't take every transaction. We just had to let go of a big builder because they were rude. They were condescending. They, they, they just weren't nice people. I didn't, I didn't believe in what they were saying. Their values didn't align with my values and they just, they just weren't a good fit. Yeah. I could have put a lot of money in here, but they were against my beliefs. I'm confident enough to, to do that in business because I know what I stand for. Okay, so what are you all about? And then getting into what your big whys are. We hear this big why, big why, left and right. And most people it's, oh, my family, or oh, my kids, or paying off my student loans. Yeah, those are, are fine, but the why is bigger, okay? The why is bigger. And when you go through these questions, this is going to help you zero in on what that true big, big why is. That true big why. Okay. And when you achieve that, when you are working to that big why, this is, this is a big question. What doors will open for you? Okay. What doors will open for you? In what ways will your life change? Think about that. Like that's how you put that motivation behind a why. It's not enough just saying, oh, my why is to pay this or my why is my kids, okay? But think about what those life, actual life changes are, what that's gonna look like. What does that achievement feel like? And then this is, this is something that I really like, writing a letter to yourself, okay? writing a letter to yourself as if you were to look one year into the future. Talk about how you feel, your emotions, the way life looks for you. And you wanna be detailed with this. One thing I believe in, I really believe in the power of manifesting, manifesting your life, manifesting the money, 
manifesting your relationships. But you got to know what that looks like. You got to have that vision of what it feels like. Have y'all ever heard from like lottery winners? They all kind of say the same thing like, oh, I visioned myself winning the lottery. I visioned and I felt it emotionally what that money felt like. Because this is your body and your mind starting to put that energy out. And when like the whole the whole world is made of energy, y'all. And when you start putting that energy out there, it starts aligning everything up the right way. Okay. You can't let those doubtful thoughts come in. You ever heard when, when they say the richer get richer, the poorer get, get poorer? Because it's like, what are they focused on? You know, rich, rich, rich people are focused on multiplying that, that money, investing it, making it more. Poor people oftentimes are focused on what they don't have, how much money they don't have. I'm broke. I can't do that. What type of energy is that putting out there? So with this letter, you're going to put that energy on paper. Okay. What does this look like one year into the future? And then you're going to write a second letter. What is it going to look like if you don't achieve it? Mm. Mm. What is it going to look like if you don't achieve it? Man, this part can rock your world right there. It can, it, it can bring some things into perspective. I like that. Orlando said writing that second letter was powerful. And guess what? You're going to go back a year from now and you're going to read these letters. You're going to read these letters. Okay. 2021 starts right now, y'all. We're in the last two weeks of the year. This is a this is a very powerful moment for any business owner. Okay, this is a very powerful moment for any business owner. Next year, when we're in this same moment, if your whole situation looks the same, if your business looks the same, if your money looks the same, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. You can try to blame left, right, this virus, that people hit. No. It's all your fault. Okay. And this is the time that we have to be real with ourselves. Oftentimes it's real estate agents. We don't want to be real with ourselves. Let alone be real with other people. We go to networking events and they say, how's business? We all say, oh, so busy. When you knowing that you ain't doing nothing. How was this year for you? Oh gosh, best year ever. When you know it could have been better. It's time to cut all that out and really be real with yourself because the one thing, the one thing that we have to do as business owners is we have to take accountability for ourselves. You can be in whatever coaching group. I can sit here and tell you, you should have did this. You should have did that. But if you're not taking accountability for your actions, it means nothing. It means nothing. Think about some of the programs out there the AA programs, the rehab programs. What do they all make you do? You have to admit something to yourself. You have to admit that you have a problem. That's the first step in taking accountability. You're being real for once. Take a look back at this year, okay? Now we all accomplished something this, this year, 
Think to yourself, I want you to think to yourself right now, what did you accomplish in 2020? You know, what did you accomplish? Some of you did some, some great things. Some of you might've just been getting revved up. Some things happened in some of your businesses that you never could have even imagined. It's felt that way for me year over year over year. And they say, but Chasten, there was a virus going on. Shit. <laughs> the virus ain't do nothing for me. Because I had to find a way. And I wasn't going to let anything stop me. What you said, Carol? <laughs> what virus? You excuse-seeking mofo? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But what did you do in 2020? And, and, and not only what did you do good, but what was the bad? What was the stuff that could have been done differently, that could have been better? What are some things that you might have wasted some time on? Okay, think about the person that you were when you started this year. Is that a different person now? I hope so. I hope so. If somebody comes up and says to me, Chasen, you've changed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That was a compliment. Goal accomplished. I'm not trying to be the same. You know, I feel bad for you. I'm all about change. So who was that person that you were? And then moving into 2020, because we have two more weeks left, who are you right now and who do you want to be by the end of next year? That's where these letters will come into account. You really getting that vision. That's where that's that that's where it's going to speak volumes. Okay? What are the positive things that happened to you? So I'm sure everybody experienced something positive this year, whether it was you becoming licensed, you joining a new firm, you closing more deals, you getting clarity on something, you growing spiritually, your knowledge, whatever, something positive happened. Now, with all of that positive, all of that positivity that did happen this year, I want you to think about what did you do? What did you believe? What was different? to allow that to happen? What type of mindset were you in? How did you come up with that goal? Was it a conversation with somebody that told you about what they were doing and you got excited about it and wanted to do it and next thing you know, you were carrying it out? Was it you reading something? Was it you attending a seminar or a coaching session? Think about what it was that that, that you did differently, that you started to believe to make the positive things happen this year. And here's what I'm gonna tell you, do more of it next year. Do more of it. If you started working out and then you were just in a better mind frame, feeling better, do more of it next year. If you started eating differently, if you started reading more books, do more of it. That's how you really create that, that exponential growth. When you just continuously do the same things over and over and over again, you're going to end up in the same position. I'm not about that life. I want to see real growth, not just year over year, but week over week, day over day. So when you do something, and you have that good feeling and then you get that good result. Why not do more of it?
Don't just look back and say, I did it. No, multiply that. All right. That's how you see this extreme growth. But you have to see it. You have to see it. And it's going to start with this vision, y'all. You have to see it. You can't hit a target if you can't see it. All right. How are you going to shoot that arrow at a target that you can't see? You're not going to know how far back to pull that bow. You're not going to know which direction to aim it in if you can't see it. There is no reason anymore why any of you should be wandering in the wilderness. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know. An answer is out there for everything. When you, when, when you go out there looking for it, you're going to find it. I promise you. You're going to find it. Unfortunately, I didn't have many mentors. When I, when I joined KW, they put me through what some, some little six week thing and gave me this big old binder full of stuff. And then it was just off to the wind, you know, figure it out. And guess what? I didn't blame anybody. I just assume, okay, well, that's the way that it, that it is. But what did I do? I went to go figure it out. Okay. All of you though, however, are at an advantage just being in this group because you don't have to just figure it out. You don't have to just figure it out. You can ask other people in the group. We can lean on each other. There's a wealth of knowledge just within this one group. People who have been in the business for years. Okay. But there's that separation again, because there are some of you who will ask. And then there are others who won't. And if you don't know, if you don't ask, if you don't go out searching for it, you're not going to find anything and you're just going to continue spinning around the same thing over and over and over again. You know, I got real bored in my business two years ago, right? Like I got bored. I got bored of selling houses. Ha, funny, funny for a real estate agent just to say, but that's when I went and I started finding other things that I can do. Huh? I can build a team. Huh? I can buy a property, huh? I can do this. I can start coaching other agents. I can, so many things you can do, but I went out there and I started seeking, started finding. I wasn't going to let anybody tell me that this was my only job, please. You know, we can all become masters of this. Like, I love the fact that most of you started building teams this year. You're moving into a different phase of your real estate business. Okay, you're moving into that leadership. Things are going to start happening that may not have been part of the original plan. You're going to start changing the lives of other people and it's going to be so satisfying. So satisfying. Okay. Now, I want to say this and, and, and this is going to be another real little comment here. But if you were the person that was really going to make six figures, whether it's 100,000, 200,000, if you were the person that was really going to do that, you would have did it already. Okay, you would have did it already. A lot of us don't want to admit that we need help, that we need to be groomed, that we need to rely on more resources, that we need to 
learn and train ourselves. Okay, there's a lot that you don't know. And this isn't a put down, this isn't a beat down, but so many things change day in and day out. And you have to be comfortable enough to make yourself vulnerable to ask for help. Nobody will know that you're sinking unless you're screaming and shouting because ain't nobody really paying attention the way that you think that they are. I promise you. You may think that people really care about your success. Most times they don't. As a matter of fact, they're probably jealous of it. Probably jealous of it. They're putting that energy out there that they don't want you to succeed. Oh, it seems like she got it too easy. Oh, why didn't it happen for me? Oh, man, which is another reason why I don't I don't tell many people my my business plans. When I'm making moves, I'm making them in silence because nobody's going to put that energy out there about me. Till it's all signed, sealed and delivered. OK, your company that you keep around you may be a problem. You looked into it yet? Who's in your circle? Who's in your circle? What are, what are, what are you doing? What did you do this year that might have stunned, stunned your growth? Think back, think back, think back. Did you sleep in more than you should have? Did you talk to some people on a daily basis that really weren't growing you because they were just gossiping the whole time? Did you keep people around you that were just all the time talking about a virus and who was sick and what they can't do and how much money they didn't have? What was that, that network looking like around you? Were you watching too much reality TV? Okay, we gotta be accountable for our actions. What could you have done differently? Were you, were you not motivating yourself the way that you should have been? Did you constantly find yourself in a slump all year and couldn't figure out why? You probably needed some motivation. You probably needed some, some motivation. You ever seen people go to one of those seminars and then they, they come out just pumped or they say, I'm jacked, I'm ready to go, you know, because <laughs> they didn't got motivated in a different way or going to a church service, coming out, you feeling good, you're ready to go. You need to motivate yourself, okay? We have to be accountable for, I mean, I can't do it all. Your team leader can't do it all. Your broker can't do it all. You have to take accountability for this, okay? We are reflecting right now. We're reflecting on this year because you can only make these changes if you recognize what went wrong. There are some things that are working very well. You're gonna start doing more of but there are some things that you need to fix and you have to be okay with that. Now, January, you know, January is going to come around. Everybody's going to have all of these new year's resolutions. They're going to say, Oh, January 1st, I'm going to start this and I'm going to start that. I'm here to tell you start today. Start today. Don't start when everybody else starts. You don't, you don't want to be on that, that wavelength. You don't want to be on that energy train because here's how that energy train goes. They say that for two weeks leading up until January 1st, they may get going first couple of weeks, maybe the first month, but by March, they've already fallen off. 
And you're going to be on that same energy train because you're on that same wavelength as them. So start today. Start now. Do that. Do that vision plan now so you can get that clarity and be okay with it, y'all. Like, I'm not going to say that you made mistakes, but some of us, we made some mistakes th this year. We made some mistakes. There's, there's some things that we could have did differently. There are some things that we can do better. There may be some knowledge that you need to gain and you know you need it. You know what's one thing that, that annoys me when people tell me that they're waiting on a certain date. Oh, on April 1st, I'm going to hire my first team member or on this date, I'm going to like, how are you even coming up with that date? You know, what's going to be different? If it's a money thing, it's fake, y'all. It's fake. If it's a time thing, it's fake. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Do it while you're uncomfortable. Because then what? You'll get that momentum. Has anybody ever had that uncomfortable momentum? That, that, that momentum that just takes you out of your comfort zone and you start going into survival mode and you, you, you're, you're doing stuff that's, that's just like not you and you don't know where it came from. And then next thing you know, you're like, crap, wow, how did I get here? It's because you had a special momentum. You had that survival momentum. You know, when my lights were off and I barely had any gas and I was wondering how I was going to continue. I gained a special type of momentum because I was in survival mode at that point. Okay. When I, when I hired my first person, I didn't know how I was going to pay them past two weeks, but heck I did it. And that energy aligned the right way. And those actions aligned the right way. And I had that momentum and I had the right people around me and the right person in front of me. And miraculous things happened. Did I plan for it? Nope. I just knew what that vision looked like. And I knew I had to do that to get to where I wanted to be. There's a lot of stuff that you just can't plan. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with that. But all of us here on this call, the one thing that we need to have in common is that we are action takers. At the end of the day, no matter what the situation looks like, we're going to take action. We're going to create our own momentum. We're not waiting around for someone to give us permission. We're not waiting around for a special date, a special time. When you feel like doing it, do it. That's when your energy is high. That's when you're excited about something. It's not going to feel like a chore. It's making that investment in your business and in yourself that's going to grow it. You have to make that investment. You can't predict this market like this. You can't let the market dictate who you're going to be, what you're going to do, when you're going to do it. No, when that idea pops in your head, take action. Take action on it. That's the only way you're going to see these big differences next year. That's how I do it every single year over year, week over week. I just take action. You can ask anybody around here. When I get these ideas in my head, we spring into it quickly. We spring into it real quick. Now I don't know what it's going it's to look like in two weeks. Now I don't know how the outcome is going to be. I can't control that stuff. But what's the one thing that I can control? Whether I take action or not.
So commit to taking action right now, starting here, December, whatever today's date is, December 21st, whatever. Commit to taking action because so many things can change between now and the beginning of the year. A lot of agents are going to be coming out the woodworks January 1st. Y'all are going to start seeing marketing from agents that you didn't even know existed. Everybody's going to pop out with these new business plans. Now, I'm going to be on y'all radar right now. You're going to see me right now. Okay, you're going to start watching me right now because I don't need a date on the calendar for a new year, for a resolution. I don't want to be a part of that, that, that energy. I want to be a part of these action energy takers that are gaining the momentum right now because me getting revved up right now, me pushing on that gas pedal right now, man, January 1st, I'm going to be speeding. I'm going to be speeding. And that's where you want to be as well. All right. We got a few minutes left. I saw that there was a question um, where to access the document. And that is going to be located. I will show, I'll go back and share my screen here. You're going to go in your power unit dashboard. Okay. And let me get back to it. And if, and if y'all have any questions, feel free to um, unmute yourself. You're going to go into the power unit dashboard and you're going to go to the accountability tab right there. And you're going to see agent vision plan. And that's where you can um, download it from. I got one question. Yep. Um, and it's uh, about the structure, I guess. But um, as far as my assistant, uh, you know, I think I've been with her about now going on five to six months, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. And um, she is not part of the team officially, 100% part of the team, because she was wanting to be more of an assistant versus, you know, being full on doing transactions. But now that I have two team members and I've been working with them, um, I'm wondering, you know, to talk to her about maybe should I have her join the team and be an assistant or should I, or, or is it okay if I have her separate? I just, I'm not I'm confused whether they should work together or not. I mean, you know, her being part of the team or not being part of the team. She is salary, so I'm, I am paying her. Um, but I'm starting to feel like maybe the assistant should be part of the team so that way it kind of flows a little better knowing that we have core values, knowing that what our, our, our schedule looks like. Um, though she's my personal assistant, not my team members at the moment. Um, what do you think or how, how do you see it? Yeah. I mean, I definitely recommend that, that she be a part of the team and, and, and have that ownership as, you know, being a valued team member. Now, when you say part of the team, I guess I'm, I'm a little unclear on why she wouldn't be. So maybe you can tell me the differences. Yeah, two first thing, I mean, I'm paying her salary. And then, okay. of course, if you join the team, there's a split, right? Oh, now, okay. She, she also mentioned as far as joining the team, she doesn't feel like she's able to be very committed to the schedule as far as the team meetings. Number, for two reasons. Number one, she has a, a, a kid, uh, and that's why she wants to work from home and wants to be a little more flexible. And number two, she's not like, once again, 100% wanting to be a full-blown real estate agent trying to make uh, X amount of transactions. Yep. Now she's still open to some, but also too, she doesn't have a lot of transactions as far as buys and sells. She's done a lot of leases. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of, she feels like if she was to join, she would have to kind of 
you know, work towards the transaction part because obviously, you know, what I'm paying her is not enough just to, you know, live off of. But so I think those are two reasons why she has hesitated to commit 100% to the team as far as the team member goes. But she's obviously committed to me as an assistant doing the stuff that I asked her to do. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so in my structure, particularly, just because someone is a team member doesn't mean that they have to do transactions. Because I think of the team as a company, you know, so the transaction coordinator, the the sales manager, the marketing coordinator, they're a part of Founders Real Estate Group. They are part of the team. They are a member of the team. They sport the founder shirts. They attend our team events, but they're not required to do any transactions. They are they're just on the staff for the team. So, yeah, I mean, I I mean, everyone's a part of the team here, but whether they're doing a transaction or not just comes down to if they are a licensed agent or not. Now, as far as what you pay them in splits, that's totally up to you because you can you can work out something to where they feel good. What do you, you think? Uh, you think if they if she, so if she was to join the team, the meetings and all that, but if she was to close a transaction and there was not a split, like I have for the two me- team members, would that cause an issue? Like, hey, you know, she's getting all the team uh, mentorship and coaching and all that, but she don't, when she does a transaction, if she does one and she's not getting the split, would that matter? Or the only person who is going to matter to is you, and so. I mean, it's it's not in like a rule book that, you know, it has to be this way or another. So that's a question for for you to decide. So, for instance, I do have um, a couple of people who are on staff but are licensed, and if they decide to close a deal, they have a different split than the actual other agents on the team, and so that's an option that you can have. If you don't even want to charge this person a split, you can do that too but it just depends on where you want to take them. So for instance, if you have this person working in this administrative role, but then per your compensation plan, they're going to make more money doing transactions, then they may be more incentivized to work and do transactions now that they're a part of the team, especially if they're getting your training. Now, just because they're a part of the, the, the team does not mean that they come to all the team trainings, they this and that. And so what I would probably want you to do is get real clear about what their actual role is and what their expectations are, because it's, it's not a one size fits all type of type of deal. So even here on, on my team, I have multiple meetings. So like I have meetings with the agents, I have meetings with a few people on the staff, I have meetings with other people on the staff, but even though we're all on one team, everybody has jobs and, and roles and so these meetings when we're getting into what needs to be done, it doesn't involve everybody. Like the, the you know, transaction coordinator, they might be beneficial to have a meeting with me and the actual team because they can talk about all the transactions, but I don't need them in a meeting with the marketing coordinator. Like it doesn't, it doesn't really go. And so it's just about you as the actual team leader, what everybody's role is. And that's how you're gonna de- decide what all they're involved in, who's paid what, and really running it like a company instead of just like a one size fits all type of deal. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I think, let me see, Dion, 
you asked um, where you can find some stellar seller scripts at. So in that same um, in that same folder, the accountability folder, you're going to see a document that says starter scripts. And there's some seller scripts in, in there for you to start with. Anybody else have any questions or want to share any takeaways from today's call? Any moments of clarity? Anything that you know that you need to do? Can I share something a little off topic that I'm yeah. super excited about? Mm -hmm. So for those of us who meditate um, today, for the first time in over 800 years, the Christmas star will show in the sky. This is huge for your meditation and your affirmations. It's going to happen just after sunset in the Northwestern sky. If you look in your area, you can find out when. If you can meditate during that hour, right after sunset, and say your affirmations out loud, because it'll be opening, it's an opening in the atmosphere and the energy for you to raise your vibration, to increase your law of attraction. So it will increase your vibration to the universe for your law of attraction to increase and increase your abundance for 2021. I don't know about you, but I'll be meditating. Figured I'd share. I love it. You're going to be meditating, Chasing, because I see you smile. You, you already know. See, see, you know, y'all, I can get real deep with this stuff, but, you know, <laughs> no, I, I, I try to, I try to keep it, you know, <laughs> with, with the business, but yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So do yeah. that vision plan and sit there tonight, well, man. No, my vision board will be outside with me. And I just had somebody else tell me it will be important to have a fire. If you can't light a fire, have a candle. So I'll be firing up the fire pit tonight. Yeah. Awesome. All right.